Hello everyone and welcome to JHE Ministries Bible Study, where we study God's Word. As always, I'm Jeffrey, Minister and Chapel in JHE Ministries, and I'm so glad you joined us today. Today we want to finish chapter 1 of the book of Mark. So if you have your Bibles, turn to the first chapter of Mark, verses, or verse 40. We're going to take a look at how Jesus heals a leper. So begin with me in verse 40, where it says, Now a leper came to him, imploring him, kneeling down to him, and saying to him, If you are willing, you can make me clean. Then Jesus moved with compassion, stretched out his hand, and touched him, and said to him, I am willing, be cleansed. As soon as he had spoken, immediately the leprosy left him, and he was cleansed. And he strictly warned him and sent him away at once and said to him, See that you say nothing to anyone, but go your way. Show yourself to the priest and offer for your cleansing those things which Moses commanded as a testimony to them. However, he went out and began to proclaim it freely and to spread the matter so that Jesus could no longer openly enter the city. He was outside in deserted places and they came to him from every direction. Now this story serves to connect chapter 1 verses 21 to 29 and chapter 2 verse 1 and then also chapter 3 verse 6 to clearly identify or these are clearly identifiable units in Mark's gospel. Now the word leprosy was used in biblical times to designate a wide variety of serious skin diseases. It's, it wasn't limited to what we know as leprosy. The law had specific requirements for a person with a skin disease, and instead of keeping his distance from Jesus, because that is what the law demanded of a leper, the leper came directly to Jesus. He fell down on his knees to make a plea to Jesus, having no doubt that Jesus could heal him. He wondered only whether Jesus was willing. It is sometimes easier to believe in God's power than in his mercy. And we see that Jesus was filled with compassion or it could be properly better read as being angered. A reading found in older, maybe more reliable manuscripts. But why would Jesus be angry? Well, the best answer is that Jesus recognized this foul disease as the work of Satan, the work of, de of the devil. Jesus' anger was focused not on the man or on the disease, but on Satan, whose work that Jesus came to destroy. This incident then becomes another example of the fierce conflict between Christ and Satan that plays such an important part in this gospel. But Jesus did also express compassion. He reached out and he touched Jesus 
the unclean leper. An act that, according to the Mosaic law, incurred defilement. If a person had a leper or had leprosy, they were not to be touched or you would be considered defiled. And you'd have to go through a cleansing process. Now, in doing so, Jesus demonstrated by touching this man his decision to take our flesh upon himself so that Jesus might cleanse us from sin. Jesus' touching of the leper not only resulted in this man being cured of leprosy, but it also revealed Jesus' attitude toward the ceremonial law. He boldly placed love and compassion over rituals and regulations. We see that Jesus sent him away, and this is from a word often used of driving out demons, and with a strong warning, originally meant to snort like a horse. Now, in other words, an element of anger or indignation is contained in Jesus' warning. Well, why is that? Well, because Jesus knew that the man would disobey him. Jesus didn't want to gain the reputation of just being another miracle worker because this would thwart the essential spiritual purpose of his ministry by touching off a a messianic insurrection. Now instead, he instructed the leper to go to those whose job it was to rule whether he was clean or not. And that was the priest. And then he was to offer sacrifices that was required by the Mosaic Law. As a testimony to them likely means as a testimony to the priest and the people of the reality of him being cured. This leper acted consistent with human nature. The prohibition against telling what had happened to him made him all the more eager to proclaim it everywhere. Jesus had to then curtail his public ministry. He had to avoid the towns and chose to stay in more isolated places, deserted places. But even in his isolation, the people found him. And the account of the leper gives us an instructive example of the prayer God answers. Number one, it was earnest and it was desperate. It was imploring Jesus. The second thing was it was reverent. The leper kneeled down to Jesus in reverence. It was humble and submissive with the words, if you are willing. The leper knew that Jesus could heal him. He just wanted to know if Jesus would be willing to help him. And that leads us in that it was believing 
because he said you can. This also acknowledged need. He knew that he needed to be made clean. It was also specific. Not bless me, but make me clean. It was personal because he was referring to himself to be made clean. And lastly, it was brief. Five words in the original. And notice what happened. Jesus was moved with compassion. Let us never read these words without a sense of exaltation and gratitude. Jesus stretched out his hand. And you can just think of it. The hand of God stretched forth in answer to a humble and believed prayer. Jesus touched him. And as I've said before, under the law, a person became ceremonially unclean when he touched a leper. And also there was, of course, the danger of contracting leprosy. But the Holy Son of Man identified himself with the miseries of mankind. He dispelled the ravages of sin and could not be tainted by them. And Jesus tells the man, I am willing. He is more willing to help than we are to be healed. Then be cleaned. In an instant, the skin of the leper was smooth and clear. Immediately he was healed of his leprosy. Jesus forbade publicizing the miracle until first the man appeared before the priest and made the required offering that we do find in the book of Leviticus, chapter 14, verse 2, where it says, This shall be the law of the leper for the day of his cleansing. He shall be brought to the priest. This was a test, first of all, of the man's obedience. Would he do as he was told? Well, we know he did not. He publicized his case, and as a result, he hindered the work of the Lord. We saw that in the last verse, 45. It was also a test of the priest's discernment, his understanding. Would he perceive that the long-awaited Messiah had come, performing these wonderful miracles of healing. If he was typical of the nation of Israel, he would not recognize this. He would not understand this. And again, we find that Jesus withdrew from the crowds and ministered in these deserted places. He did not measure success by numbers. And lastly here, the Greek word translated leprosy, and I think I mentioned this a little bit ago, can refer to a number of diseases that affect the skin, which included, of course, leprosy. Now, Jesus told the leper to show himself to the priest to be officially declared healed, because we know that was the requirement of the law. And for the full <clears throat> viewing of that, we can take a look at Leviticus chapters 13 and 14. But Jesus told him not to talk about being healed, to avoid having the popular movement that 
wanted to draft Jesus to make him a king, and uh, he didn't want that to get out of control. So the point of the miracle was to show God's compassion, and it wasn't to gain any political power. Jesus wasn't looking for fame. Jesus was looking for faith. And with that, we will finish here for today. We finished up chapter one. Next time we'll get into chapter two and we'll start unpacking and seeing how Jesus has a conflict with the religious leaders by healing a paralytic. So until next time, God bless you and keep living Christian strong.